And amen, amen, amen. Happy Wednesday. How is everybody doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please make sure that you like and share the broadcast because uh, sharing is caring. And guess what? Sometimes we're here to share new people and sometimes we're here to share the people who've been on before. And so uh, I am bringing back Jared Lasky. Hey, Jared, welcome back to Crown Chats. Well, thank you so very much, Lisa. I'm excited for this. It's an honor and a pleasure. Uh, well, I'm so glad and I'm really excited to um, to have you back on. But good morning, warrior poem. Good morning. Good morning. Preacher's kid is in Preacher's the house. Kid. There's Brian. Hello, Brian. Brian. That is a mutual friend. We have a very exciting uh, morning broadcast to encourage and enlighten and tell. My goodness gracious, Jared, you've been a little busy, haven't you? Just a smidge. Just a smidge. You know, you can't keep a good man down. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> no, not at all, man. I had some scary stuff happen, yeah. but boom, been very productive since. Yeah. In fact, you've been so productive that you got your book out. It is called The Baptism with Holy Spirit. And this is your new book. It's a nice quick read, but for people who are interested in getting a copy, uh, we're going to make sure that we put up, uh, we put up the link because people need to understand what's going on. So why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, what's been going on and then we'll start talking about your book and then we'll, we'll figure out uh, where we go from there. Well, yeah. So thanks again for having me Absolutely. on. And big shout out to a preacher's kid, Brian. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody, I hope you're all getting caffeinated. I've got this, I don't even know, zero sugar thing going on. No, you have no coffee? <laughs> it's too early in the morning for me to grind it back oh, here. Everybody's oh, oh. asleep right now. Okay. I got you. <laughs> I know. I get, yeah, I get you. And it's funny because I've, I've been listening to this woman, Barbara. I can't think of her last name. She's from Australia and she's telling us about all these really good natural things that we're supposed to do. And she just dropped the bomb yesterday on one of her things that um, caffeine is not good for you. And uh, coffee's not good for you. And I rebuke that in Jesus' name because coffee is in heaven. I had I had someone uh, very, very close to me who had an encounter who had coffee with Jesus, like in an encounter, had coffee with Jesus. So it's not just a bumper sticker. Uh, they, no, they it's like a real thing. Wait, 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 it gets even better. It gets even better. So then he was like, oh my gosh, this was the best coffee I ever had. He's like, Jesus, this is the best coffee I ever had. And uh, Mama Karen is in the house. And Jesus said to me, he goes, well, you can get that coffee. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, it's a, there. And he told him the name of the place and he told him that it was close by. So after the encounter left, he's like, all right, let me just see. Like, am I, is, you know, is this crazy? He types it in and it's a true thing. And he ordered his coffee from them. No. Yeah, it was a, it was a real thing. It was a real thing. So I'm telling you when Jesus starts to endorse coffee, that's when I know that that coffee is from is from heaven. So maybe that person's got some new thing because I've I've been recently doing matcha tea and stuff like uh -huh. that because I'd had a health emergency. Right, 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 right. It's totally blindsided me. Yeah, you know, like didn't know it was coming. I mean, it was insane. Hiya, in Jesus there name. You go. So as I was recovering, mm -hmm. I, I started compiling things. I started compiling articles and different things that I've done before. I just knew I needed to release this book, The Baptism of the Holy Spirit. If, if I could release anything, this is the message that I need to release. And I want to encourage anybody and everybody, if you've got a message burning in you, do it. Because I kept, you know, the Holy Spirit was talking to me about this uh, for uh, about a year or so. And I was kind of pushing it to the right mm -hmm. I don't do that, man. Don't do that. Because again, this, this event that happened 
blindsided yeah. me. You know, as I was recovering, I'd have five minutes of energy, 10 minutes of energy, and I'd start compiling this. And then my wife edited it. So I think about June, July was doing it, published it around my 43rd birthday mm -hmm. this August, August 18th. And now it, for some reason, it was kind of weird. Like now it's an ebook on Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's like just last night, all of a sudden, but like, it's been an ebook on Barnes and Noble and a bunch of other places for a while, but it's been a paperback. It's doing well. And you know, this is the message I needed to release to the world, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I've been on your program before talking about the Holy Spirit yeah. and um, I actually, Got permission to drop that on my podcast. So thank you. Awesome. You know, this is, I love the Holy Spirit and Same. he is the one I relate to the most out of the Godhead. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's uh that's a very interesting thing because, you know, there the way that that the Lord kind of explained to me about Elohim, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, he is the Elohim and so Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he started to explain to me that the the Father represents like we can see the Father as our earthly father and Holy Spirit we see as like our earthly mother, even though Holy Spirit is male. But still has those has that mothering attributes because you know even Jesus called holy called Holy Spirit a comforter and so who comforts us the most is usually our mamas and so like depending on the relationships that you have in your life and how close you are usually shows where you are in the Godhead and so most people can can have a relationship with Jesus, because Jesus is like a brother, he's a friend. So it's very easy to relate. But when you're trying to, when you're very close to Holy Spirit, it's because you have a really good mama relationship, or you've been healed of mama wounds. And, uh, or if you have a, a relationship with the father, it's because you have a very good relationship with your dad, or you've been healed of your papa wounds. So that's kind of, that's kind of what he revealed to me. Well, yeah. How we see our fathers, how we see our mothers is how we could see our God, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if our father was distant or our mother was distant, if we have a father wound, if we have a mother wound, we could totally have a difficult time coming to God. Uh, one of the things even in, in prayer is sometimes to ask people like, you know, hey, how do you see your father? How do you see God? You know, and then you ask, how do you see your earthly father? Or how do you see? And there is this, the Holy Spirit, you're absolutely right. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's our counselor. I love hanging out with him. I spend the, most of my time relating to him, but he loves to glorify Jesus. Mm -hmm. One of his primary roles is to glorify Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And this is something, maybe I've mentioned it before on, on Crown Chats or Touch by Prayer with you, where ask the Holy Spirit, you know, or as you're spending time with the Holy Spirit, see how quickly he puts your affection on Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, I love to worship him because we can worship the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, he is God. He's part of the triunity of God, uh, that divine mystery that our human finite minds can't fully comprehend, like three in one, how is that possible, all that, you know, and then even that's got some debate. And I think God's got it all under control, <laughs> you know, but I love spending time with him. And that's what I want people to, to know is that you can worship the Holy Spirit he is God, but just quickly watch how he will put your affection on Christ Jesus as you're worshiping him. Mm. Some of the best entertainment, if you will, entertainment that we could possibly have in this life is worshiping him. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things that people don't understand sometimes is 
that um, the relationship, I always feel like the more that we can trust Holy Spirit, the deeper we can go into the mysteries of God, because it's the Holy Spirit who reveals the truth. It's like Jesus is the truth. And now if we think about that, if Holy Spirit is revealing the truth, he's revealing the deeper parts of Jesus because we can see Jesus in the God man. We can see him in his human form because he was both, he was fully human. He was fully human, yet he had the spirit of the living God inside of him. And we have to, sometimes we, we forget that, that Jesus was fully human. He was fully human, yet he was he was also God. Because people have said that they they found blood, and uh, when they uh, actually took it and they they checked into it, they said that there were they were missing chromosomes. That would have been they only had one chromosome. So I thought, well, that's kind of cool. And the thing about God is, God is always going to reveal and confirm who he is. And one of the places I really believe he's going to do that is through science. So we're going to start to see more and more as the days uncover, we're going to start to see more and more proof that Jesus is who he says he is. Genesis chapter one, verses one through two, Mm -hmm. when God created the heavens and the earth, the Holy Spirit was present. I mean, that's the best science in the world, right? The world was created by design, by a designer. The epistle to the Romans she says that we have no excuse. I mean, he is clearly revealed when we look at creation. Mm-hmm. If we look at a piece of art, we know that there's a designer. If we look out at nature, at the trees, at the beaches, at the park, and you know, say in my backyard, there's a designer. You know, we are without excuse because of that. Uh, I think you're right. I think there there are currently more and more scientists who have a faith in Christ Jesus. And but right now it's it's kind of big pharma and whatever's you know paying people off like crazy. Mm-hmm. But science is going to reveal Christ Jesus. Yeah. Think about it. How many years ago was it where the tiniest cell uh, uh, allegedly was the atom, yeah. right? And then in time, all of a sudden, we get this Higgs boson. Mm-hmm. Bis- you know, the God particle. And now there's something even little more in that God particle. Mm -hmm. It's like a glue, but it's all around us. Mm -hmm. It floats, it's invisible, Mm -hmm. but it's like a glue. And I think Colossians says that he holds all things together. That's right. They call it the God particle. Science called it the God particle. We're living in some exciting times, you know, divisive times, according to the media and the government and things like that. But the Holy Spirit will have his way. And there's an exposure. I think there's an exposure coming in the days ahead where these mad scientists, if you will, will be exposed. Uh, okay. 100%. Um, I was watching I was watching a bunch of stuff last uh, yesterday on, uh, they call it X. I can't do it. I call it the Twitter. So I'm going to go back to the Twitter. Elon can call it what he wants. I'm calling it the Twitter. It's funny how... We have been so conditioned to follow narratives that absolutely have no truth in it. Like when you when you step back and you go, hey, you know, that really doesn't make any sense. Like in an, in if you were to see it in a movie, you'd be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. That's just a bunch of bunk. But yet we as um uh, uh, here on Earth, you know, we believe what fake news tells us. And so fake news is constantly throwing fear porn at us. And um, and Jesus very clearly says that the father did not give us a spirit of fear. And that's something that Holy Spirit can help us to discern what is truth and what isn't true. So if we're not, if we're not functioning and partnering with Holy Spirit, we can get ourselves wrapped up into a bunch of bunk. 
Just saying. Yeah. Who's the first, what is the first thing that we do when we wake up? I mean, I know that people have different times to spend time with God, mm -hmm. right? Like give him your best. I'm not saying it has to be a specific time, mm -hmm. but honestly, just give him a few moments in your morning to spend time with him. I would say, be careful with what you're, you're watching mm -hmm. or listening to or whatever, right? Because you're right. I mean, I think more and more people are no longer believing the mainstream narrative. Mm -hmm right? I mean, just look at Tucker's numbers right now on, on X. I mean, that is way more than CNN and Fox combined, right? I mean, we live in these exciting times where, where more and more people are dropping away from the mainstream narrative, yeah. knowing it's all bought. Mm -hmm. It's just all paid for by the advertisers and, and, and fear sells, fear right? Sells. But the Holy Spirit brings life, brings hope. Even when Jesus was dead, what did the Holy Spirit do? He was part of raising him That's up right. from the grave. Like you said, Jesus was 100% God, but he was also 100% man. Our brains can't fully grasp that. Right. But the Holy Spirit, you know, all three in one, that community, that family, that fellowship of the three in one right. raised Jesus from the dead together. So even if the days ahead, of whatever they're trying to sell it to us again. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think a lot of people aren't going to swallow it, aren't going to believe it. Uh, I know that um, me and John Natale have been talking about these. This is a season of Elijah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be more Elijah's raising yeah. up, exposing yeah. prophets yeah. of Baal, the false prophets. Yeah. And the false prophets in, in our day and age, besides just new age and occultists, it's also the media. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's also people in the government, yep. right? But there's an exposure coming and there's a showdown oh, yeah, there in is. the name of Jesus. Oh yeah, there is. And I'm going to also say this, you know, when a lot of different prophets took a knee, the Lord said that those were the prophets who bailed. Who bailed. That's what he told me. Yeah. He calls them the prophets who bailed. Now I'm clever. I'm not that clever. I'm just going to say like that. And that's funny. Like to me, I'm like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like I couldn't think of that, but he was like the prophets who bailed. Because when we take a knee, because we are we are worried about, about God. We're, we're having those Saul moments. We're just having those moments where Saul was so afraid of the people that, that he took a knee and he said, no, I'm going to do what the people want. I'm not going to take, take a, um, I'm not going to do what, what God wants. And yes, good morning. Happy birthday, mama Karen. We have a birthday message for you. So just hold oh, tight. Wow. We're going to do mama Karen's birthday because she's my mama. So we got to take care of mama Karen. But that, the thing that I, I keep going back to in the, the thing that I keep saying it, it to myself is like, you know, there's so many times that, you know, there are lots and lots of churches who don't believe in speaking of tongues. They say that that is a, something that left and something that um, we no longer need. However, it's really, um, it's been very, very enlightening for me that once I received my spiritual language and started to speak in tongues and I started to pray in tongues, how how the the things that I started to see in the supernatural went from zero to 120. Like, it's yeah. just been like kaboom, you know? And there are times that um, when we're praying in tongues, you know, John Paul Jackson said, said it best. I mean, I will always give him credit for this. He said, when you go to a gym and you start working out, he said, then, then your muscles start to increase. You know, they're, they're the one size, everybody's muscles are one size, but what happens is as you start to build them, they start to increase. And it's the same thing when we start to pray in tongues. Paul says that I pray in tongues because it edifies my spirit. See our spirit man, hold Holy Spirit. Ta-da! 
So what happens is as you start to to pray in tongues, you start to build up your spirit, man, which in which happens is your spirit becomes bigger. So where we always say, oh, Lord, less of me and more of you pray in tongues. Yeah. Pray. It says even, it says in Ephesians 6, it says after you put on your full armor of God to pray in the spirit at all time. Well, what does that necessarily mean, Jared? I'm sure that that's something that you have some insight on because that's like, that's like, that kind of confirms that we're supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I love to pray in tongues every mm -hmm. single day. Mm -hmm. We build up our spiritual muscles. Honestly, it was a season 20 some years ago where me and a group of five or six friends committed to praying in tongues for two hours a day. Also, you right. know, the biblical meditation, the Bible study, but it was during those two hours dedicated two hours that I believe I was praying into the future. I was praying into my future ministry. I was building up spiritual muscles, having supernatural encounters where I would find myself, my spiritual prayer language would change. And I, it's almost like I, as if I'm on top of like a Tibetan mountain mm -hmm. praying in a, a probably a Tibetan or ancient language, because this, the scripture says that Paul says, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, when we pr pray in tongues, when we speak in tongues, which is our personal private prayer language that I'm talking about, you know, we are speaking angelic languages, heavenly languages, but also uh, human languages. Mm -hmm. Now on the day of Pentecost, we see that they were, most of them were speaking human languages that other people could understand. And I, you know, there's a bunch of theological terms, xenolalia for that experience, glossolalia for the personal private prayer language that I believe that we, we all have or can have through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But tongues is a sign of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I think one of the most important ones that we need is love, love for God, love for others. I mean, I know people that have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They didn't speak in tongues or it took three months or it took nine months or whatever, but we need to, I want us to appropriate all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And there are nine main gifts, right? Of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but uh, we tend to try to elevate one over the other. You bring up a valid thing about um, cessationism, which is the belief that spiritual gifts don't exist for today. Right. I grew up in a, a church like that and God bless them. They love the Bible yeah. Uh, and spiritual experiences were maybe a rarity that they, they would acknowledge it, but then it's like, well, that was for the one time thing, or maybe we don't see spiritual gifts because we're educated. Have you ever been to Israel? I'm going, I'm going in October. I know you are and I'm excited for you, but there are seminaries that are 2000 years old mm -hmm. in Israel. Okay. And so some, you know, I, I, I got my first master's degree from a cessationist seminary. God bless them. Okay. I disagreed with them through experience, but also through theology, because the whole thing about cessationism, God bless them. I value and honor their love for the word. Okay. Mm. And their outreach to one another and their evangelism, God bless them. But there's so much more in store for, for us if we acknowledge the Holy Spirit and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, this empowerment to be a better equipped witness for Jesus. Because 1 Corinthians 13 is one of the main arguments that cessationists bring up. If I speak of the tongues of men and of angels, well, well, let's, let's just go there. 1 Corinthians 13. Yep, yep, yep. But I have not love. I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, and if I 
have not love, I'm nothing. You know, and then it talks about, you know, How they're all going to go away. <laughs> love never fails. Where there are tongues, there will be, you know, where the prophecies, there will be still, where there are tongues, there will be, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, wait a second, where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Has knowledge passed away? Nope. No. Sure hasn't. But then it says, when I, when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears, mm -hmm. right? Now we see but a poor reflection as a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even, even as I'm fully known. And now these three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the most quoted Bible verses at weddings, yep. taken completely out of context, yep. but can be appropriated at your wedding because it's universal, it's general, it's love. Okay, But in mm -hmm. context, it's about spiritual gifts. That's right. And spiritual gifts will cease when we see face to face. When is that? Because knowledge has not passed away. No. Spiritual gifts have not passed no. away. So spiritual gifts cease when we see face to face. When is that? When we are called into his presence, mm -hmm. our mission on this life is done, or when he returns. Yep. Because 1 Corinthians 13 is sandwiched between 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians 14, all about spiritual gifts, all about speaking in tongues, all about the interpretation of tongues, the public gift of tongues and private tongues and prophecy and which is the greatest, which they're all equal. And that's a whole other topic. You know, it's just that prophecy is greater in that it is better to edify people. Mm -hmm. It's not greater saying you're number one, this person is number two, this gift is number three. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not saying that, but it's greater in edification. It's not saying it's greater than, you know, better than this gift or that gift. They're all, they're all needed. And that's the Holy Spirit. Who is the gift? Yeah. The Holy Spirit is the mm -hmm. gift. But back to cessationism, 1 Corinthians 13, the whole context of the whole book of 1 Corinthians is in the very first chapter. Yeah. Paul lays it out in the first two paragraphs in chapter one. Basically, he says, he's talking to the Corinthians. I hope that you have spiritual gifts. And it's when the Lord comes, when the Lord comes, you know, so then he reiterates this in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. Spiritual gifts is still for today. And they glorify Jesus and they're not to be afraid of. And, you know, okay, so let's, let me, let me just give, because I, I believe that sometimes you have to have a testimony. You have to have a testimony to, to help people to understand the importance because I was born and raised, I was born and raised <laughs> a Catholic. And then when I was 16 years old, I got, um, I started to attend a, a, a Southern Baptist church. Okay, where I learned about the scriptures and everything, but I wasn't taught about Holy Spirit at all. But yeah, I knew that God was present. I mean, Jared, I mean, I was um I was just attending church and during worship, like there were times that I would feel myself floating on the ceiling. My spirit would be floating, but I couldn't go up because there was there was a, a barrier and people are like, oh, the curtain was torn. Not necessarily, not necessarily. In some churches, you can quickly ascend into the throne room of God because they have an open heaven. But there are some places that you can be and you cannot go further than the ceiling, which is a very interesting thing to, to know now. I didn't know that then. Anyway, so. I love that. Um, I, want, I want to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> There was, there was this one time I was at this church and I, we were worshiping and we were worshiping. And, uh, what happened was 
I saw the finger of God and it was going almost like through a cellophane and it was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And it was like, I could see the cellophane like starting to stretch. It was almost like a membrane. And then all of a sudden they stopped worshiping and his finger came down and he said, you almost pierced the veil. And I was like, whoa. And I shared that. I, I literally shared that. And that I got all kinds of biblical rhetoric saying, oh, no, 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 no. See, it, it, it's like when you go into a place that Holy Spirit is welcome, there is an yeah. open heaven because you're allowing the angels to ascend and descend. You're allowing the spiritual gifts to move. There is no keeping God in the box anymore. And so you can only go like when you're in a place, remember whatever church that you attend, and I'm not trying to bash churches, please, please hear my heart in this, but you can only go as high as those who are over it allow you. So if you're in a church that doesn't believe in the gifts, that doesn't you know, receive any of that, you're not going to see it. You're just not going to see it. And it's not saying that they're a bad church. I'm just saying that if you want to see these things, you sometimes have to put yourself in a place where they're talking about Holy Spirit. Well, Holy Spirit is welcome. And so many people, <laughs> I was at this uh, I was at this church and, and they would be crying out for revival. We want revival. Lord, come and bring us revival. And I would get angry. I would get really angry. Now, I, I would be like, why am I getting so angry? So I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I go, why do I get so angry? He goes, because you know that they'll stop it. They yeah. will not They will not allow me to come and to do what I want to do. They will try to control it. And it's making, and you're getting angry because you know, like people are thinking, oh yeah, when revival comes, it's going to be all pretty. Oh no, it's going to be a mess. Like you're, it's just going to be a mess. It's going to be like, okay. Holy Spirit comes in and literally tears your house apart because there's stuff that needs to be taken down. And it's like, oh, you see that wall over there? Yeah, that wall's not good. So let's just take that wall down, you know? And then it's going to be like, oh, you know this bathroom? Yeah, the bathroom's a little bit small. Let's just break it. And it's going to be like a total mess because he's going to come in and he's going to revamp and restore. That's what he does. And as as somebody, if somebody were to come into your home and start like knocking down walls, you'd be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You're knocking down my wall. But if you knew the vision after the wall was down, you would be like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think of that? You know? Yeah. And so when we when we see what revival looks like, it's messy. Watch any kind of video of um of people in China who are in secret places where the Holy Spirit comes in. And see what happened. And then you tell me, oh, yeah. would your church allow that? They're rolling around on the floor. They're crying. They're, they're, they're but we need to have that in our time of prayer. I, yeah, well, I get that. I Listen, you can have. we can have our own personal revival. I've had it. Yeah. You've had it, right? Yeah. But I'm just saying that in sometimes it, it's the things that scare us, like the joy of the Lord. Like, come on, Jared. Like, don't you like to be drunk in the spirit? I mean, seriously, it is the best. It is well, the best. Yeah. I was just on a, another podcast interview the other day and on the tail end, the host, Christina Pereira, uh -huh. got drunk in the spirit because uh -huh. we're praying for people to receive the baptism right. of the Holy Spirit who are listening or will listen right. to that, that episode. Right. And I love that. You know, I want revival in my place of prayer. That's right. uh, how else can we experience it? That's the first place it's supposed to be. So I, I, I want to tell people to push, pray until something happens. It's an acronym, mm -hmm. right? Pray until something happens, push prayer, have that revival with the Holy Spirit in your secret place, because 
you know, I, I remember some years ago, I was spiritually dry, just came back from uh, Afghanistan. Uh, so 2009, and there was this revival kicking off at Morningstar Ministries in Charlotte area, North Carolina, yeah. you know, Rick Joyner's ministry. Yeah. And, you know, I went because I wasn't having revival in my personal time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I over the years, I've, I've learned the principles you know, have the revival in your personal prayer time, no matter what you're going through, seek the face of God, worship the Holy Spirit, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That's where he trains you for, well, they call it training for reigning. That's where he trains oh, so you good. for the ministry and, and for revival. You know, I've been, I've been to places that claim things were revival and they weren't. And I've also cut my teeth on revival out of, you know, from a place where some of the speakers were controversial. Okay. You know, but I jumped into the Holy Spirit and that's what I want to encourage people to do. Jump in with the Holy Spirit, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, have that revival in your personal place of prayer every single day. So pray and pray some more. I mean, that's where I learned how to prophesy. That's where I learned how to interpret tongues. Okay. Some people are like, teach me how to pray in tongues. Holy Spirit will teach that's you. That's right. The Holy Spirit's your teacher. He's your guide, your comforter, your counselor. He'll teach you these things in your place of prayer. I mean, the Holy Spirit would tell me, prophesy to the north and south. Oh, okay. But then I'd find it in the scripture. You know, I'd find, you know, that was my place of training yeah. uh, and interpreting tongues and all that. So that's, you know, the principles that I've learned over the years that I just love teaching people how to do yep. it. Well, and and it's really easy. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's funny when I was, um, cause I, I don't know if you know, but like my whole ministry started at a cosmetic counter. Yeah. So I was like prophesying over people and praying over people. People were getting healed, <laughs> getting their spiritual language. I mean, it was just, it was nuts. But I, but I was saying like one time, um, because the store that I was working at, the Lord said that, that he was going to take back his name. He said he was going to take back his name and he told me some things. And I was like, Lord, I feel so bad. I feel so bad saying these things because this was, this was like a judgment thing. And I was like, whoa, no, I don't want to be doing that. And the Lord spoke to me about Elijah because I want to go back to what you said, that we are going into the days of Elijah. So he said, he said, I told Elijah that there was going to be a drought. He said, but Elijah had to speak it before the heaven sealed. Because we as Christians, as believers, as sons and as daughters, we have the authority. And so many people think, oh, well, God's going to do it and God's going to do that. Well, but God uses people. And it's the same yeah. way that the enemy uses people. You know, the enemy sometimes does things outside of people, but most often than not, he uses people. He uses people to shut doors. He uses people to, to take things away. He uses people. But the same thing is that our God, our God can use people too. And so many people are sitting and they don't, they don't know how to be used because they're in such fear that they're going to disappoint God. And that's the, that's one of the things that the Holy Spirit really does. Holy Spirit comes in and says, okay, gotta go. Let's go. Move. Let's go. Go to the left. Go to the right. Go straight. These are the things that that as a believer, it says that the signs and the signs of, and wonders are going to follow the true sons and daughters of God. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called The Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth 
and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people receive the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with a divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com slash collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. That's right. And so, so what, what is it that we're seeing? Because I'm seeing there's a whole, there's, there is a showdown coming because there, yeah. there is a, um, just like everything that the enemy does, there is a, um, he counterfeits everything that God does, everything, including Holy Spirit. Because there is a, there are, there are different spirits that operate. And so many people are like, oh, this one's this and this one's that. But it's like, yeah, but what is your heart? If your heart is to serve the Lord, if your heart is seeking the Lord and you're and seeking his face and your face I seek and you don't want anything else, don't you think that God is bigger and he can start to correct you? The problem is that man sometimes doesn't like to be corrected because there's something called pride. Mm -hmm. personal recognition. Uh, what was it? Um, shoot. I got to think about what it is. It's like personal, personal recognition. Um, Oh, we're dropping acronyms. I have, well, the Lord gave it to me when I was writing my book and I was like, what? And I was, I was like, what? This is crazy. And, um, and so that was, uh, that was the big thing is like, okay, I'm trying to, to find out like, why? Because he gave me all these acronyms, and it was person. It was personal. Um, oh, personal. I don't even have to find it. Sorry. Thank you, Lord. Okay, personal recognition invites doing evil. Mm, wow. That's it. Pride. Personal recognition invites doing evil. And if you think about it, man, isn't that the truth? Because that's what that's what happened with Lucifer. As soon as he became prideful, it was his mm -hmm. quest yeah. to to do evil against God. Well, the devil is a counterfeit. We know that. And he counterfeits what the Holy Spirit has. I want to encourage people. Like I've bumped into people like, well, did I receive the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Are you in Christ? I mean, greater he has power, power greater in you than the devil has to deceive you right? You're in Christ. And, you know, um, some people, you know, try to debate. I mean, I've heard people try to even say, like, there's one lady who believes she committed the blasphemy with the Holy Spirit, received the, she received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, received a prayer language, but then someone convinced her out of it, right? And so I call that silenced tongues. I have actually got a chapter in my book on silenced tongues and how to address it because there's probably I don't know how many, many people that have been convinced out of receiving this true encounter, mm. the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But I was like, no, ma'am, you did not commit the blasphemy with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's still there. He's still there. God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. He doesn't take gifts away. I've even heard great charismatic people say he took a spiritual gift from him. He does not take spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. So I, I reminded, you know, me and the lady's husband prayed for her. I told her, you know, the Holy Spirit will bring a word or phrase or something back to your mind that you'd spoken in before, before you silenced your tongues, whatever, 15, 20. The Holy Spirit filled her. She's shaking and crying and the, the spiritual language reemerged. And, you know, um, you know, there we there's situations like that where people were convinced out of it. There's situations where people are like, well, that's an evil spirit. No, it's not an evil spirit. No. Did you pray in the name of Jesus? Yeah. You know, if you ask, Jesus said this. If you ask for the Holy Spirit, he will give you the Holy Spirit. I mean, as even if it's a contrast, you're evil. Okay. Mm-hmm. But will you really give your child a snake mm-hmm. if he asks for something? No. We're not, I'm not going to give a scorpion or a snake to my kid whatsoever, even if, you know, before Christ I was evil, right? If I ask for the Holy Spirit, he will give us the Holy Spirit. He will give us the Holy Spirit. But yeah, the devil counterfeits. I mean, Lisa, I've got every once in a while, I get um, phone calls, messages on Facebook mm-hmm. from, I guess, well-intentioned, well-meaning people, or even some selfish people. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. But once in a while, there's demonic tongues. Uh, oh, you know, and I'm just like, can we talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just like, mm, I'll break that off in Jesus' name. Whatever. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let it. Uh, I don't need to work up a bunch of sweat and you know go into warfare for, dude. The devil's under my feet. Yeah. I trample on snakes and scorpions, right? Come on. Snakes and scorpions are the devil. Come on. The demons. I trample on them. But yes, yeah, so let's talk about. Um, I guess evil tongues. Hold on a second. You know? I just want to do something. Okay, let's let's do this because okay, so so I know that like Bobby Connor, Bobby Connor um talks about that he was at um he was at a church and the Lord said to him that um Bobby, will you tell tell this uh tell this uh pastor that um that that this woman is uh speaking is a witch you know and, and so he's like what and so bobby connor has to go over to the pastor and he goes uh pastor who is that woman over there oh that's and i don't remember the name but oh that's miss mabel and she's one of our head intercessors and she has been with our church and she's a she's a faithful woman of god and uh and bobby connor goes um, well, I'm just here to tell you that the Lord is telling me that she's a witch and she's been cursing your congregation and she's been causing the yeah. problems in your church. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's in your Lord. Now, I, I think you misunderstood. I think you you misunderstood. And so he said, oh, OK, well, I'll go back to prayer. So he goes and he says to the Lord, he says, he goes, he goes, Lord, he said he's not receiving it. And he goes, Bobby, you go over to that woman. You tell her to speak in English what she's speaking in tongues. And he goes, I command you. And she starts blaspheming. She starts cursing. She's cursing the church. She's cursing. I mean, like, people are like, oh, witches don't. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Because there is a counterfeit. There is a counterfeit. So there is a counterfeit tongue. And this is my, my thing. If there's a counterfeit tongue, God God knows how powerful it is. And so must the devil, because otherwise he wouldn't yeah. counterfeit it. Yeah. Well, you know, um, even the pagans in in Ephesus mm-hmm. before Christ, yeah. they well, look at the temple uh oh man, who was that? 
So they had the the prophets who breathed in those volcanic fumes, right? Okay. Um, and I forget the name of it, but it's in it's in the Bible. Okay. We have references to the that place. Um, it the name escapes me right now, but they would breathe in toxic fumes, and people go and give their offerings and stuff. And that was what a lot of the Christians in that city had done. Mm-hmm. They participated in this. Uh, uh, ladies prophecies right and then the there's there was counterfeit tongues that took place the pagans were all aware of this but when the baptism of the when they receive christ when they come to christ give their heart to him you know he changes things he also he redeems mm-hmm. right um and so yeah there there are counterfeit i had a situation years ago uh, when i was cutting my teeth if you will in revival in albany vineyard all those years ago, 23, 24 years ago, something like that. I know Bobby Connor came through. Anybody and everybody had come through, even the controversial ones, you know, um, or who became controversial later, but God used them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that's a whole other topic. <laughs> God can use a donkey, right? Like you never know. Uh, so we're good. Yeah. So I, I remember praying over this teenager. He was in my youth group, but we we're praying uh, witchcraft off him. Mm-hmm. Just, Okay, we're we're praying this witchcraft off, off him. He's given his heart to the Lord, and this lady just out of the crowd comes over. But it was one of those weird vibes, you know. Those, oh, yeah. you know, uh, it, and the discerning of spirits. You know, I'm using terminology about vibes, okay? But you you, you know course, what I mean? Of course, of course. I'm not saying vibes in the new age, whatever. Just in the pop culture yeah, yeah. sense, okay? So, <laughs> you know, Jared. It's- what? It's our language. She, if people are so like, if they're going to nitpick on everything that I say, yeah. man, you might as well just make a list. Well, people are like, you know, I mean, I've, I've had some articles against me. God bless the people that wrote that because they didn't like what I said or wrote before. But anyway, this lady comes over, but it's like, you could see her eyes like the father. And then she's like the father. And then she's trying to reach out and we're like, whoa, cut an, you know, karate chop in the name of Jesus, right? Like, oh, I'm like, no, you're not touching this kid because we're praying witchcraft off the That's kid. That's right. And the, the intercessor at the church was like, do you know this lady? I was like, no. So we kind of pushed the lady away. Find out later she's uh, with a, gr- a coven or whatever from Klamath Falls that came to the revival and whatever. Tried to interfere, if you will. But the Holy Spirit breaks through. And it's nothing that we need to be worried about right. or fearful about. Um, you know, people, I think we give the devil a little too much credit when it comes to curses and stuff. Uh, a curse ain't going to fall on me, okay, because I've got Jesus in me, right? Greater who's in me than he who's in the world if they want to you know sure there's some spiritual warfare active stuff but you know like i don't need to be afraid you know jesus already broke all the curses i just need to enforce it that's right you know I mean, but back to the story about this kid mm-hmm. then this is the, the probably one of the only times i really jump started a kid to receive the baptism of spirit i was like no he needs the baptism of the holy spirit right now okay so i, I just told him ask the holy spirit to fill you up and start saying hallelujah mm-hmm. So he's like, hallelujah, hallelujah, da, 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 da. he starts speaking in tongues. Right? Uh-huh. And, you know, that lady, eventually we were walking by that lady. We're like, he's speaking in tongues now. Hey, hey, you know, <laughs> taunting the adversary, okay. if you will. So hold on one second, Jared, because I got something to say to that. All there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> I love it. So cool. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was just on Kathy DeGraw's prophetic spiritual mm-hmm. warfare talking about my 
best friend, the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, and so she does a lot of deliverance. Oh, she's been on my broadcast. Mm-hmm. There's a time and place for all that, right. right? You know, but when the Holy in when the Holy Spirit reveals something, you break That's it. Right. Okay, if He shows you something, you break That's it. Right. I don't need to go digging stuff up. Okay, I don't need to whatever, you know, just let the Holy Spirit highlight, let the Holy Spirit do his job. You know, I've had other situations. I was preaching at church in Dayton, Ohio, doing a seminar. And I remember I'm preaching, preaching up a storm, but then I start walking to this, this area nearby. I'm like, then I start talking about witchcraft. I'm like, why am I, why am I talking about that? I look at the pastor. It's like, wait a second. And then I look over at this lady. It's like, sure enough. Oh, this is for you. Right. And even the pastor was like, he's, for you know she's and then i find out later you know we prayed over her broke things off her she was a witch of course she's a witch (laughs) yeah she's a witch these things happen but we don't need to be afraid of it because greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world you have the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead if you have the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead you have resurrection power okay and you have all the gifts of the holy spirit all of them you can appropriate every single one of them there now there are some that you will um minister and better and more like for me it's you know speaking in tongues the prophetic words of knowledge words of wisdom prophecy you know that's i guess what i major in but i could appropriate even the other gifts of faith you know uh and healing you know healing has been in the last four or five years uh through uh, about five or six years now through me you know it it took some time to learn the principles of how to see healing take place but guys, we're on an adventure with the Holy Spirit. You you have the Holy Spirit. Greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. If you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, start asking. Mm. He's not going to give you something else. Mm. Ask for the Holy Spirit. He'll give you the Holy Spirit. Ask for speaking in tongues. He'll give you tongues. Ask for the prophetic and boldness for the gospel. He'll give those things to you. And um, yeah, so that's what I want to encourage people to do. Um, don't be afraid. If we're coming up to... Yeah, there's Halloween decorations like that. Man, we don't need to be afraid of all that. Come on. No, not at all. Well, see, okay, so this is the thing. Okay, my feeling is this. And I know this is going to rattle some this is going to rattle some feathers, so just, you know, keep your pants on, just calm down. But I'm going to say this. If you are living in a place of so much fear against against what the devil is doing, that means that he's bigger than God in your mind. Because if you look at Elijah, Elijah wasn't afraid. He was able to go out and he was able to, he killed all those prophets. This is the thing. It's like, if we keep giving all the the focus and the, and the attention to Lucifer, to the enemy, then he's bigger than Jesus in our heads. Even though we would never say that, we would never say that. But who are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the little G or are you focusing on the big G? Who are you focusing on? And sometimes we, it's because we've gotten ourselves wrapped up in a whirlwind of just fear and it just comes in. And I'm going to tell you, spiritual warfare, be real. Spiritual warfare, be real. Especially when you think that you're moving forward, the enemy is like, hold on a second. I got something. Cause like we, we don't, we God will test the things that we believe. 
And it's not because he doesn't love us, but he's trying to really help us to have security in everything that he says. And so sometimes we have to go through these tests and these testing, these trials, because we have to see that goodness. You know, when we're, when we are thinking about praying for somebody for healing and sometimes the healing doesn't come, it's really frustrating. I mean, I prayed for people and sometimes when I feel like there was one time, Jared, I was, I was just having, you know, we all have those days. We have those days. It's like, I love Jesus, but I curse a little. And um, I was at work and work was just really tough. And I went to lunch and I was just, blah, blah, blah. you know, I was complaining and, and, you know, just grumbling. And I had thrown in a couple of curse words and I probably wasn't being like the good Christian, you know? And so, so I get back to my counter and all of a sudden, I start prophesying over this woman. I start changing things in the atmosphere. The woman gets healed. It was like, and I was crying. And I yeah. said to I said to the Lord, I said, I said, Lord, I said, how could you use me? How could you use me? I was terrible today. Look at what I did. I was I was cursing and I was being ugly and I was saying really th- things that weren't very nice. And how could you possibly use me? And this is when he said to me, he says, because Lisa want you to know that it's not you it's me and i can use whoever i want yeah yeah well you know i'd had um i had uh some crazy experience with contractors uh-huh. okay i had had a, a rental property in north carolina uh needed to get it some things done in order to sell it and that kind of a thing or actually i think rent it out and then in time sell it but i had to go down there late at night because a, a neighbor had called, he's watching out for me, mm-hmm. that one of the contractors was sleeping in my place. Oh, okay. Yeah, not supposed okay. to, okay? Just saying. I go down there two or three in the morning, kick him and the dog out, okay? At this point, I'm Mr. Marine Corps. I've got my Marine Corps hat, if right, you will, right, on. Right. You know, I've been out of the Marine Corps some years at that point, but still like, rah, 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 get out of my house, right, right. You know, that kind of thing. The contractor shows up zero nine. I rip into him because the work is supposed to be done, right? right? Nothing was done. I'm like, rah, 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 rah. dude, he's shaking. You know, um, I feel kind of sorry for him. I'm calling these prophets. You know, they're like, Jared, you're cool. You're, we got you. We're praying for you. I'm, so I got three or four people on the on the line through the course of the day. You know, I'm like, man, I, I was cousin of my Marine Corps. Ah, I, I don't like this. Anyway, at the end of the day. I have a heart to heart with a guy and I start talking, but at that point I'm like prophesying, mm-hmm. but in the moment, cause I'm conversational when I prophesy, sure. right? I don't like roll, you know, <laughs> saith the Lord, you know, God bless people like that. Okay. But for me, it's conversational, mm-hmm. but I'm prophesying and, and I, it gets a little dark mm-hmm. and he's like, Jared, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to do that. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to leave here. I'm going to string myself up and hang myself on a tree. No, 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 no. And, I was, and I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to deal with that in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Bam. Right. Mm-hmm. Break it. He's crying. I'm calling people. There's an intervention, if you will. You know, um, the job still wasn't done, but there's a still a couple contractors left <laughs> on site. He gets the help he needs goes to like a 30 day treatment program, you know, and this is exposing the darkness through the power of the Holy spirit. Right. This is, even though it's like, I, I was guns blazing, like 
you know, guns blazing, my Marine Corps train, all that, you know, but I was exposing the darkness. I had to, it's almost like I pushed him to this point mm-hmm. where he brought out this confession and the demonic was revealed. And, you know, um, and then I'm calling my prophet friends and I'm like, guys, this is what happened. Like, well, you know, like there's an exposure. Sometimes we come in bold, but even my flesh can get mixed up in that. Right. right? I mean, obviously I'm emotionally and attached to this property and I, you know, I need this work done and it, you got to motivate contractors. You really do. Okay. They're either high dollar, high end that you got to wait for like five years for them to show up or they're just, you need to motivate them if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But we expose this darkness. You know, he, the guy eventually emails me. He's like, you saved my life. And I was like, that's Jesus, bro. That's the power of the Holy spirit. Like he gave his heart to the Lord through the treatment program and whatever else. But you know, that's exposing the darkness and that's, you know, stories that I could share all kinds of stories all day about what God can do through us when we have the power of the Holy spirit. See, and that's the thing is it's not, it, it's, he uses vessels and you know, there have been imperfect, imperfect vessels. Hello. Hello. So, you know, he uses people. God uses people. We can go through the beginning with Adam and Eve all the way into Revelations because he was still using John. In fact, John the Revelator, if John the Revelator um, were here on earth, which I never believe he died, but so he could possibly still be. But anyway, if if he could, if he was uh, speaking now, John the Revelator, and saying the things now that he wrote in the book of Revelations, he would be called a false prophet. He would be called a heretic. He would be called a loon. He would be called all of these things that some of these people who've had encounters in heaven are being called today. We have to be extremely careful about who we put our mouth to. We have to be extremely careful how we approach people because as you said in the beginning, Jared, if it's not about love, then what are we doing? And so many people are thinking that they're all that in a bag of chips because they've been doing all these things. But we have to remember if God can use a donkey, like you said, he could use anyone. You know, uh, Linda Jones said that God could use a ham sandwich, which I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could use that ham sandwich for the good of someone because that is who he is. Yeah. Well, you bring up the apostle John in the book of Revelation. He says, I was in the spirit. What does that mean? That's right. He was in the Holy Spirit. He's praying in tongues. Right. He's spending time with the Holy Spirit. He's worshiping the Holy That's Spirit. Right. And and he was in the Spirit. And then he receives the revelations to this, uh, uh, the visions and all that that we have to this day. I was in the Spirit. I mean, praying in the Spirit, you know, praying th- in the in the name of Jesus, praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues in that personal private prayer language that you have. You know, I want to encourage people to do it for. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. do it for two hours. I did it for two years, you know, like on the dot, you know, two, two hours for two years committed. Now it's like through the course of the day as I'm driving and everything, but like seriously dedicate some time to praying in the spirit, see what happens. Right. I, I mean, that's spending time as we talked earlier, spending time in the presence of Jesus. He'll start revealing things to you. He reveals his, um, secrets, if you will, his mysteries. And I'm not talking like some weird um, new age type of secret or mystery. I'm not referring to that. I'm talking about what is already written in the scriptures that then you gain a revelation of. You start seeing new angles of it and he starts revealing more of himself to you. You know, and praying in tongues, we're praying mysteries to God, Mm -hmm. right? 
and so we're praying mysteries and, and we're also putting deposits into the, into the heavenlies. And, you know, there's so many things, so many benefits to, um, to praying in tongues to the baptism through, from the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I think that'll be a book coming out later, <laughs> you know, where I'll, I'll really dive into just speaking in tongues, but really it all has to be, as you mentioned, in love. It has to be. Based in love. What do you, what is the book of Revelation about? It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's not a book about the end, okay? It's a book about new beginnings, transformations, about Jesus breaking through. When crazy things are happening, here's Jesus. It always goes back to Jesus, who is love. That's right. And one right? Of the things it's a love letter from God to one us. One of the things that he says to John, and he says, I, I, is it is it Ephesians? Is that where it is? Is it uh, to the church of Ephesus? Is that where he says that you've lost your first love? So actually, it's or it it's Corinthians. In, or it's, it's, it's in Revelation. Yeah, it's in Revelations, and I know it's like Revelations two or three. Yeah, um, um, but it's it's like now. to the book to the church of. I want to say it's Ephesus, but it might not be because I'm going. Somebody's going to put it in. I'm sure it's going to be Preacher's Kid because he's always on top of my. Everybody, Bible roulette and go. <laughs> Whoever is first gets a star on their they chart. They get it. They're gonna get a star. That's it. Oh man, Brian! Brian just is like laughing. Brian, <laughs> I've been out of seminary a couple uh -huh. of years, Brian. I'm sorry. No, he's good. He's really oh no, good. he's commenting. He's like, I should know that. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, Brian. Why don't you? Okay. Revelation two four. It's two four. See, I thought it was in two. I, I had to Google uh, that. Oh, there you go. See, I'm like looking. It's a, it's to Ephesus. It I hold this against you. If you're forsaking your first yeah, love, remember the height from which you've fallen. Now, Repent. Now think about it. It's in the book of Ephesians, right? That it talks about, that it says that we have to do things in, oh no, that's in first Corinthians, but it, but in Ephesians, it talks about love too. In Ephesians there, but there's something that God is really saying is like, Come back to your first love because really I believe, Jared, I think that right now the church in, in its own thing are all of the seven churches, that we're all of the seven churches. And so we have to decide, are we going to be hot or cold? Are we going to remember our first love? Like, are, you know, are we going to kick Jezebel to the curb? Can, yeah. can, we can we talk about that for a little bit? You know, people are like, oh my gosh, you know, well, look, look, Jezebel just wants is, is the queen mother or whatever the heck she is, you know, and there are, are so many places, you know, it's like who is ruling and reigning in your heart? Everything we can look, we can sit here and we can pull things apart. That's not what we're supposed to do. The first place that we have to get right is we have to get ourselves right. And the only way to get ourselves right is by getting ourselves in a place, in the secret place with Holy Spirit, with the Father, with Jesus saying, just like David said, search me, O Lord, search my heart and show me, show me my iniquities. You know, I was at the gathering, which is the church over Moravian Falls just a couple of days ago. And that's Bob Jones's, that was Bob Jones's church. That, uh, that is also Bobby Connor's church and Charlie Shamp's church. So I'm there. Okay. And all it says is, did you learn to love? Did you learn to love? And love is a, love is not a Hallmark movie. Love is so much deeper. And one of the things that love says is love does not turn away. Love does not give up. It endures all things. And we have, as a society, have given up on people because if, if somebody makes a mistake, well, I guess they can't be used anymore. Really? Mm. I mean, you think about with Catherine, uh, Catherine Coleman, you know, she was at a church and they found out that she was a, a divorced woman. 
they found out some stuff about Catherine Coleman. And you know what they did? They took the microphone from her. They embarrassed and humiliated her. And she left crying. But see, when when we start to understand that Jesus was also rebuked, Jesus was also slandered, that he was crucified. So if you're saying, why am I going to get attacked? Which right now I'm preaching to myself. I'm just going to say, Jared, I am preaching to myself. But we, we say to ourselves, well, okay, so if I'm being persecuted in a spiritual way, it's because I'm doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you bring up a great point. So King David mm. was an illegitimate child. Mm. Okay. We don't hear this preached on Sundays. Ooh, this don't get good. I'm, get, I'm sitting back. <laughs> we, don't, we don't hear this preached on Sundays. We're like, when we read the story about Samuel, the prophet coming in obedience by the Holy Spirit to anoint the coming king, you know, to replace Saul. Yes. Jesse brings all his other sons. These are the sons in the home. These are the sons. These are his sons, right? But Samuel's like, no, not this one, not this one, not this one. Surely this, no, not this. And is there another? You know, he's sensed and discerned by the power of the Holy Spirit. But Jesse's like, off in the fields. What what is a son? Mm of an estate doing in the field. Well, David tells us. So David gets called and then he's anointed king. And and then, you know, he he was actually anointed physically three times. But in that first anointing is when he, he received the spirit of the Lord, mm-hmm. where he received the anointing of the Holy Spirit in that first commissioning, that first anointing. Yeah, yeah. And then later he has two other physical anointings. So he receives his prophecy, but it still took 20 years mm-hmm. To actually become the king of Israel. Mm-hmm. But David tells us in Psalm 51, where we tend to think he's talking about the sinful nature, he, but he was born into sin. He was the son of a mistress. Ooh. And so seminary will talk about this, but you know what? They'll, they'll actually tell you, be like, yeah, we don't really want to, you know, like, let's just kind of keep it to ourselves. What? Why? Because this would be so liberating for people. Be like, because it doesn't disqualify you whether you're born into sin. Okay, so so now we know Jesse had a mistress. Okay, mm-hmm. now we know that's the reason why David was up on the hill because he was the the child of shame of sin, right? But he's the one that God prepared to be the king. God can use us no matter what. And then here's David, okay, who does that whole thing with Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's in the Bible. Okay, yeah, that's in the Bible. Uh, Because David, a man after God's own heart, still had issues, still had sin. Four generational curses. Four generational curses. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a whole. Okay. I just had Alexander Pagani. Okay. I even told him I've gone back and forth over the years on generational curses, you know, my seminary brain and my theology, you know, back and forth. But I think I know where I land now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, there's generational things in the DNA that we need to break. And in Christ, we break That's them. Right. Okay. In Christ, through Christ, we break them. But David was still used by God. So people in this day and age, you know, they look at this person on a platform. Don't elevate the person on that platform. They will fail you. Okay. Again, I, I cut my teeth at the Albany Church Vineyard in Oregon years ago. Revival, revival, like crazy. Anybody and everybody who came through there. Who some of them were later exposed for some very bad things, but God still used right. them. 
a pastor friend of mine gave me some really good advice. He's like, Jared, throw all your dirty laundry out there. Mm -hmm. Let other people pick it up. So I, I do that. Mm -hmm. Here's the darkness I walked through for years. Here's the, the issues that we've gone through. And here we are to this day, a living, breathing testimony of Jesus. Because because it's like politicians, okay? Like, that's why you got Trump. He's like, oh, yeah, if that was my picture, I'll let you know. That's me, the wiener laptop yeah, thing, yeah. okay? That, that whole thing. You know, it's like, oh, you know, he'll just come out and say it. But if it's when you say that's not me, that's when you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Throw all your dirty laundry that's out funny. there. Fess up when, you, when you're busted or whatever, because it's, it's all the lying and the cheating and, you know, that will be exposed. Yeah. That will be revealed. That That's what disqualifies you. Yeah. But repentance, repent quickly, you know, love others quickly, love the Lord. You can be redeemed no matter what. Yeah. Okay. No matter what you've done, been through, you can be redeemed just like David. So God still used David. Yes, there are things as we see later, but God still used him. He was still a man after God's own that's heart. Great. We can be too. Well, I have a, a theory that I'm going to just present to you. Okay. So David was a redhead, mm. right? Mm. Now that's what they say. Very attractive, mm. but he was a redhead. Okay. So where in the line of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, was there another redhead? Because Esau was denied his lineage. God redeemed yeah. it through David. What if... The woman was part of Esau and she carried the gene of the redhead, which redeemed what was stolen from Jacob because Esau should have been the chosen child. He should have gotten, but because of who Jacob was, a usurper, but God still had to redeem him and use him. But Esau, who was a redhead, who was very hairy, just saying, that redheaded gene is a very, it, it, it's, it's just like one of those genes that it, it's not, it's a recessive gene. And so, so if you think about it, the fact that he was a redhead, what I, what the Lord kind of showed me was that, was that Esau's, was that his restoration for selling, for selling himself for some stew. Wow. Just a something to think about because God is a God of restoration. And even if he doesn't do it through you, he can do it through your lineage. Oh yeah, totally, totally. But that's why we have the power of the Holy Spirit. We could break those things and we build our legacy in the name of Jesus. Right. You know, that's my son is 18 today, my oldest. Birthday. And yeah, so he's, he's not even awake yet. He was <laughs> up all night being independent, watching movies or something, but <laughs> Uh, I'm proud of him because he is making a step to go off in a YWAM, yeah. right? Youth with a Mission uh, in Lausanne. And even though there might be headlines trying to point in the direction of fear, fear, it's like, we're not going to live in fear. No. We're going to continue with our lives. We're going to bless our son. We're going to send him off mm -hmm. and so that he could grow in Christ, spend five months or so pursuing Jesus and what we've poured into our family, he'll pour into his family, build that legacy, build that Holy Spirit. You know, we've been very intentional. My kids have heard the voice of God since a very young age. There's actually, when I was in Afghanistan on a security contract in 2020 and 2021, I've got this manuscript of family uh, spirit empowered activations mm -hmm. uh, that I still need to like polish and eventually release. But, you know, also leading people 
and leading their kids in the baptism with the Holy Spirit yeah. and hearing the voice of God and coloring and drawing and all that things. But the Holy Spirit is in the business of redemption. No matter what you've been through, guys, the Holy Spirit has you. You know, you could break those curses and generation, all that stuff, you know, and, and walk in the power of the Holy Spirit because we have the opportunity to reflect the image of Christ. Absolutely. Reveal Jesus to the world. Absolutely. And so because, um, and I, I, I want to just do this so I don't forget, but I'd love to, if we can, I would love to give my mama a prophetic word for her birthday. If you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. I'd love to. What we'll do, what we'll do, Jared, is I'm going to have you pray for people who have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, because I think this is this is the thing. My feeling is, if you're not praying in the Spirit, you're missing out on such an important part of a relationship with God. It's it really is. Now, some people say, well, that's really not fair, but I'm, that's my truth, because once I started to pray in the Holy Spirit, um, that's when everything changed. That's when everything changed. And I'm just like, why wouldn't I want everybody else to feel that way? Why wouldn't I want people to um, to feel and to see how good Papa is? Do you know what I mean? So I really would love to to do that. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do that. But first, we're gonna we're just gonna wish Mama Mama Karen a very happy birthday. She is um she is a friend. Do you know I met her on uh, Facebook? <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, a lot of the people who were in my life came through Facebook because of uh, I want to say because of Touch by Prayer, but uh, it really was a divine appointment. So okay, so we're gonna sing Happy Birthday to Mama Karen. Hopefully she's still here. But this is for you, Mama. I love you. Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. If you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind, would you go ahead and um, could you kick? I don't know if you have anything. If not, then I'm going to. I'll go. But if you have something, I'll let you go first. For Karen. Well, thank you so very much. It is an honor and pleasure. Some people might even think, I don't know why it's controversial to prophesy online. Like seriously, it's just like in a meeting, pick them. Yeah. If the Holy Spirit highlights them, That's we're also in this case, Karen uh -huh. is highlighted to you and I'm submitted to you. Mm -hmm. This is your program. This is your show. You're submitted to the Holy Spirit. I have faith and trust in you. So the Holy Spirit has a word for Karen. So Holy Spirit, come touch Karen right now in Jesus name from head to toe in Jesus name. I hear the word delight. The Lord delights in you greatly. Okay. He's, he's delighting in you. I'm sensing him smiling over you. I'm kind of seeing his smiling over you, Karen. You know, he loves you. He blesses you in Jesus name. And you know, there's these party balloon poppers on this screen. I'm, I'm also just seeing in the spirit, vibrant colors, all the colors of the rainbow, colors of joy, colors of light, colors of royalty in Jesus' name. So I bless you in Jesus' name. I pray for the release of more creativity on your life, Karen, in Jesus' name. But also speaking out the word of truth. I hear word of truth. It's like a sword coming out of your mouth, you know, speaking the words of truth, the words of life, the words of light, but also being able to chop down things of the enemy in Jesus' name. You know, I see you as a warrior, as a Joan of Arc. 
Okay, totally crazy story. Totally, you know, how old was she? 14, 15, 16 at a young age. The Lord called you in a, from a young age to serve him, to be a warrior. Some people misunderstood you. They didn't fully understand. But now you know who you are and whose you are in Christ. You have that understanding. You just have that boldness that some people are like, whoa, like, like, what is this? The Holy Spirit has you in his hands. He's raised you up for such a time as this. Okay, this is all over the place now. Joan of Arc, Esther. Okay, the whole story of Esther, you know, God used her. She had to go through all those beauty treatments. She had to go through, and that was a long process. It's not just like a week or two. It's months. Okay, you've been in the uh, process of of receiving the anointing and the oil of the Holy Spirit for even years at a time, for such a time as this. Right here, right now, Karen, this is your moment to arise and shine for his light is coming through you to speak more boldly and to lead others. So I see people following you, small groups becoming bigger groups, becoming larger groups, you know, uh, being interconnected, you know, through other means. Um, and even, I'm, I'm, oh man. okay, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> There's going to be people in the underground church, some connections with the underground church. <sighs> Maybe I, you know, um, yeah, Connections with the underground church. I don't want to reveal too much on this because this is being streamed everywhere. <laughs> but there will be connections with the underground church where you will be able to teach and preach for hours and hours and hours and pour into them. I hear the word resource through creative ingenuity. I mean, new ideas, creative ways to get into the underground places, underground churches in Jesus' name. And yeah, so... I bless that. So what I'm seeing is pretty amazing stuff. So I pray for the the release of tech, technological things that Karen will use to reach the underground church, to resource people, to bless people in the name of Jesus. So Holy Spirit, bless her. And even financial breakthrough coming, provision like never before over Karen in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, man, there's a lot there. <laughs> Business, there's entrepreneur, there's, uh, you know, taking care of all kinds of amazing people you know may may god use you to be apostolic in jesus name take care of orphans and widows the book of james talks about it that's pure and undefiled religion you are pure you're undefiled he's watching over you and he blesses you and he loves you so much karen in jesus name amen, jesus amen. Name. i totally i i i'm just gonna tell you that god has her like when she dreams she actually translocates so she's oh, wow. been in places and spaces where I think that when you talk about that, I think that she's going to be traveling in the spirit to go and do that. And she said, the, uh, the Lord has called me Joan of Arc years ago. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. He really is. Um, and so, Mama, uh, gosh, I have so many things to, to, to share because I know, I know that's the hard part. It's when you know somebody. Um, but the thing that I, I hear for you is that 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 the the things that you've prayed for the things that you've hoped for that they have not been forgotten and even though there has been so many things that seemed like there was a misfire it seemed like it was like like it just kind of went off course i see the lord and i see his hands and i see him pulling things back together and i see connections being restored and i also see this um i'm just like jared was saying i see travel <laughs> i know you must be so excited um 
I'm saying that sarcastically. Um, but uh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this, um, this like travel and I see, um, it's going to be spiritual travel, but I do see that there is going to be more travel and, um, and I just, um, I just see, I see, cause I know you so well, I'm seeing you turning people's head. You know how like a mama takes a, a child and the child's like not looking or listening and they're like, la, 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 and the mother has to take their face and go like this. Look, look at me. Do you see me? That's what I'm seeing you. And I'm seeing that even though you seem like you're just a mama, what you think is a mama to me, but actually you're a mama to many because the prayers that you have have availed much. They, and the fruit that, that you have produced through your prayers, through your intercession has been mighty has been mighty. And I hear the Lord saying that, um, that this fruit salad that you have, this beautiful fruit salad of all the different fruits that you have, the joy, the patience, the strength, the endurance, the, those things that, that come up where you say, you can do this, you can fight, you can do more. I see you because I know how much you love to cook. I see you scooping. But I see you scooping this fruit salad and I see you giving it to other people. I see you, I see you giving it to other people. And I also see the Lord saying, um, that, um, cause I'm hearing, don't you make my brown, that, that song is, don't you make my brown eyes blue and you have blue eyes. And I just see the Lord and I see them spark. I'm see, I'm seeing them sparkle. And I see that where it feels is it, it's been dull, but I'm, I'm just seeing that there is this light that's going to be coming out and you're going to start to see things. And I even feel like your angelic encounters are going to become more, they're also going to be recognized. And so, um, I just, um, Papa, I just thank you for Karen. I thank you for everything that she who she is and who you've created her to be. I thank you for the mama that she is to so many. I thank you, Father, for the blessing that she is to so many. I thank you, Father, for her yeah. heart. I thank you for her purity that she carries. And I thank you, Father, for the uh, for her faithfulness because she has not only been faithful to you, but she has been faithful for those who you've brought into her life. And Lord, we just ask you to bless her today. Let her family and all of heaven celebrate her because we love her so much. And we just yeah. praise you and thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Mwah! We love you. We love you. So, and she will be here next week. Yay! Awesome. She will be here next week for my, uh, for the conference. Okay. So this, this is like, how do I put this? The, the, the praying for people, you know, we, I really believe that, that God, he wants so much more for people. He wants so much more and we have settled for the scraps. Did you ever read uh, Anna, Anna Bowser, uh, not Anna Bowser, Anna, uh, oh, what's Anna's last name? Anna, Anna Werner's book, The Seer's Pathway. Okay, no. so there's, there's a, there is one chapter that she puts that people, that the church was underneath the table eating the crumbs. And I just really feel like, like there are so many people who think that they're just crumbs. And I really believe that, that God is bringing you from out from under the table to come and sit and sup with him. Because as we, as um, Jared releases this, um, I feel it's going to be, it's a prayer, but I also feel like it's an impartation. I feel that it's going to take you into some higher, some higher places. Mm. Amen. Holy Spirit, come. So if anybody needs the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that empowerment from on high, that promise from the Father, you can receive it now. Start asking Jesus to fill you up. Jesus is the baptizer with the Holy Spirit. He's coming in to touch you. 
ask and you will receive. So just say something like, Jesus, will you give me the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Will you give me speaking in tongues? Will you give me more of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name? So in your own words, say something like that and start asking. And now in the name of Jesus, by faith, Holy Spirit, fall on your precious people. Fill them up. If anybody needs the baptism of the Holy Spirit, fill them up from head to toe. If anybody needs a refilling of the Holy Spirit, fill them up. Get them drunk in the Spirit in Jesus' name. Joy, 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 joy in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If a spiritual language is coming to your mind that you've never heard or spoken before, start speaking that out by faith over and over and over. You do the speaking as the Holy Spirit does the enabling. You speak it out loud enough for you to hear yourself as you pray and praise and worship Jesus as he's filling you with the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. More, Lord, more, Lord, in Jesus' name. Send your power, send your fire, send your spirit upon these precious people in Jesus' name. I see you, Jesus, laying hands on people. I see you, Jesus, filling them up as they're listening in, as they're watching in Jesus' name. Now ask for more. Say more, Lord, more, Lord, in Jesus' name. From head to even now I hear the word left wrist, left wrist healed in Jesus' name, left wrist and carpal tunnel in the name of Jesus. We come against carpal tunnel. We command carpal tunnel gone in Jesus' name. So there's a lot about hands right now. Um, arthritis, arthritis in, in, in the fingers, in the in the hand, in the knuckles. In Jesus' name, we come against arthritis. In Jesus' name, we command it gone. We command you healed and whole in Jesus' name. As the Holy Spirit is filling you up right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, uh, there's even um, some vision problems, some some things in someone's eye, like floaters and things like that. In Jesus' name, we come against it. We pray for clear vision, eagle eye vision for you in Jesus' name. Eagle eye vision for you in Jesus' name as the Holy Spirit fills you up in Jesus' name. Um, something about the brain. Father God, right now, fix someone's brain in Jesus' name. If there's a tumor or something like that, we come against it. We break it in Jesus' name. We command that to shrivel up in Jesus' name, never to return in Jesus' name. We take authority over that tumor in the brain in Jesus' name, command it gone, never to return in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, more, 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 more. Ask him for more if he's filling you up. Some of you are feeling his fire, his electricity, his joy, the fullness of the Holy Spirit upon you in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord. Uh, I'm taking a step of faith here. Uh, someone who's got kidney issues, dialysis and things like that, I pray for healing over your kidneys in Jesus' name. We command them from head to toe, you to be completely healed in the name of Jesus. Those kidney issues gone in Jesus' name. Complete healing and wholeness for you in Jesus' name. If anybody's suffering from suicidal thoughts, depression, in the name of Jesus, Jesus loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I see it broke, breaking now. That suicidal ideation, those depression thoughts broken in Jesus' name. Now, if that's for you, if you're watching or listening in, Holy Spirit, fill them up from head to toe. Give them, ooh, right in. I see Jesus riding in as a conqueror, riding in over you as the Holy Spirit fills you now and gives you joy. In Jesus' name, joy. Thank you, Lord. Somebody has a right ear problem. 
somebody has a right ear. I don't know who has a right ear, but I'm here. I have pain right now in my right ear, which I didn't have until I started praying. I have right ear problem and I almost feel like it's not a pressure, it's a pain. And so we release that right now. We tell it to go in Jesus name. You have no right, no authority that you've been found out and we tell you to leave. We speak um, yeah. that clear clear hearing that that the open up the ears open up to pull out that cotton to pull out that stuff that's been that's been messing up your your hearing we just pull that out and we say complete and total hearing in the mighty name of jesus and we break any kind of spirit of witchcraft that has tried to come again that has tried to twist that spirit of leviathan that's tried to twist and to turn words we just break you right now in jesus name in Jesus name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and when you step out on healing, just like when you step out, when, when the Holy Spirit's filling you up and you start receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you speak it out. So when you receive a healing, you do something. If, if you got healed of say that ear, uh, do something by faith, like, well, rub it, do something, you know, by faith in Jesus name. If, if he was healing your hand, start stretching your fingers out. You do it by faith. And you start stepping out in faith in Jesus name. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing. No, I love so put you. it in the chat. Because yeah. you're claiming it. You're claiming it. What are you claiming? If, if, if this is if this is speaking to you, you have to claim it by faith and say, this is me and I've gotten it. So that that's really important. It's like, it, it's like, you know, when Jesus healed the different people who were blind, there was only one who came back and claimed it and thanked him. There was only one. Are you going to be the one who comes back and claims it? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, I want to thank him every day. Thank yes. you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you for empowering people. Thank you for healing people. Thank you, Lord God, for giving people your spiritual prayer language. Thank you for baptizing people in the Spirit. In Jesus' name, okay. we love you. Thank you, Lord. So Tara just said she saw a floater dissolve in her eye. Amen. There you go. There Amen. you go. Um, yes, in Jesus' name. Shame went down in the baptism water. Now I feel... Uh, blame went underfoot in his fire. Come on, come on. And that's that's the other thing is that, you know, what is it that you're looking for when, when healing is being released? It's like when Jesus was walking through and he was going to raise the dead, he was going to raise, um, I think it's Jarius, his daughter, when he was going to, uh, to do that, it was the woman with the issue of blood who fought through the crowds and touched the hem of his garment. And it was at the hem of his garment, she said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, that I will be made whole. And it's like, what are we willing to do in order to get our breakthrough? And I, listen, I, I, I'm not saying that there are days, you know, the woman, she went to all different means to get healed of the issue of blood. She went to many, many places and no one could do it. She probably went to the priest. She probably went to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and nobody could do it. But when she saw that healing was walking through the crowd, she went out and she took by a leap of faith. She said, even if I die, because she was unclean. They could have stoned her. They could have they could have imprisoned her. They could have thrown her out of the, you know, you got to understand that the Jewish customs were the Jewish custom. Like they, they had no problem stoning a woman, you know, and she was unclean. And so because she was coming through the crowd and pushing people away, she was touching them, therefore making them unclean. We don't realize what, like, sometimes we got to go deeper than what we see. Sometimes we really have to go deeper. So I'm just saying, so what is it that we're looking for? What are you looking for? What breakthrough are you looking for? What is it that you think that, that, that is impossible to do, but we know that through God, through Jesus, all things are possible. It's him possible, him possible.
With him, everything is possible. So I'm just saying. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And if you are trying to get your spiritual language, just like Jared was saying earlier, just start saying hallelujah and start saying it really, 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 really fast. Okay. So this is, everybody's like, well, why do you do that? Why do you do that? I'll tell you why. Because if you start speaking and you start saying hallelujah really fast, all of a sudden you're going to get tongue tied and something is going to come out of your mouth. Don't correct it. See, that's the thing is that we try to correct everything, but don't correct it. Just keep speaking it. And whatever comes out, just let it come out. That is really yielding. That's releasing. And that's just allowing the Holy Spirit to flow. There are people who don't even realize it that when they're praying, sometimes they say words and they're like, what did that? Oh, I don't know what that was. Oh my gosh, that was so weird. No, that was the Holy Spirit breaking through. Many, many times when people get their spiritual language, they're like, oh, I've been speaking like this. I just thought that I was just, I, I just thought that my brain just got jumbled. So I'm just saying, just say hallelujah until until you and do it so fast, not correcting it and just concentrating on, on who Jesus is and allowing the Holy Spirit to move through you. That's right. Yeah. It's a language of praise. It's a language of prayer, the language of intercession. Yes. You're speaking mysteries to God, praying it every single day. <clears throat> it might start off small or phrases or sentences or, you know, all that. It grows the more you pray in it. it, it you know, you develop it. You grow just like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Right. Mama dada. Right. Hey, mom, dad, can I have the keys to the car? Hey, mom, dad, I, no, I'm turning 18 today, right? That's my son. Yeah. You know, it becomes a full-blown right. language and it takes time. So praying it every single day, you have it no matter what. The Holy Spirit is in you. And, you know, when you, you could release it at will when you're driving, when you're walking, you know, I remember when I was first baptized with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, like, you know, it's like, uh, do I have to always close my eyes when I pray in it? No, <clears throat> I could walk down the road. I could pray in it. I could uh, go boogie boarding. I was doing that, that at that time in Hawaii, praying in tongues. So you can do it every single day in Jesus name, in Jesus name. And God also speak to others. God can also speak to others through your language. Sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, it sounds, it, it doesn't sound, I sound like I'm saying ga, 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 ga. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's like ba, 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 ba. But you know what? People who really pray in tongues, they have a very refined language. I can tell within a few minutes, somebody who prays in the spirit versus somebody who doesn't. I can tell you if they are only praying when they're in front of people versus when they actually pray in the secret place because their language is much more evolved. That's, that's, um, and I, and I'm not saying that to be ugly, but it's like people who just pray in the spirit, shaka, ba 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 And I'm not trying to like pick on people, but it's like, like when you hear somebody who it sounds like a language, it's because it really does. It really is a language and it changes because the Holy Spirit knows the Holy Spirit knows exactly what's going on and he knows exactly what's needed. And send some people, you can, you can pray for new tongues. Some, some, you can pray for new tongues. And, you know, it says that sometimes I speak to men and I speak of, to speak of angels. I don't know whether I'm speaking to men or speaking of angels, tongues of angels. Is there angelic tongues, Jared? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I speak in the tongue of men and, and of angels, but have not love, I'm only a resounding gong, a clanging symbol. Mm -hmm. You know, we could speak in languages on this earth and we could speak in heavenly languages, which is, you know, the Holy Spirit through us. Mm -hmm. So these are heavenly languages. Um, I don't want to sound crazy and be like, I, I remember the first word that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. I thought I just laughed about it real mm -hmm. quick because it's the last syllable of my last name. Uh -huh. Right. 
but I, I saw it in my mind spelled differently, right. but still I was like, hey, right? like that. and I started speaking and then the Holy Spirit hit me. But yeah, um, they're heavenly languages and no, it edifies you. Yes. We don't need to be afraid of it. It builds us up. It builds our spirit up. It builds our spirit man up. We don't need to be afraid of it. I mean, I know some people have had an aversion to it over the years, but you know, it's a gift and he wants you to have it more than you want. Absolutely. So, and if you ask for it, he'll give it to you. So I want to just show you this little clip because this happened, this happened. So just, just check, just check this out. So hold on. There we go. Guys can, let's just start praying. That's Crazy. Do you have any interpretation? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm sorry, but that was amazing. I mean, honestly, as, as it switched, I even saw on the old video, it said God chills. That's exactly what I received. It sounded very Middle Eastern Arabic, mm -hmm. you know, um, and then it switched into something else later too, mm -hmm. like a little more probably Chinese-ish or whatever. I'm not a linguistic right. guy, but that was powerful. And so, but I, the only wow. reason that I show that, the only reason that I show that is so that people can see that when you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit, like it can change. You can yeah. see, you heard me in the beginning, then you heard it. You can even, you knew exactly when it changed. You could feel it. There was like a shift, and it's like, whoa, there was something else. And then it changed again, and it was like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. and so, 
the so the thing is that Ryan he went through and he looked to it and he said that it was three different wave files that it that that the actual language changed and it changed like the way that I spoke and you could see that it was totally different totally different yeah. and that's just that's just a testimony to what God does that has nothing to do with me. I was just praying in tongues. And so people are like, oh, well, I don't know. It's just like, wait, these men are Galileans, you know, and yet they're speaking our language and God can use it. I've heard so many times that there were people who um, they had a translator and they were in a foreign country and the translator didn't show up and they didn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden they started to speak the native, the native language. Well, that was uh, evidence on Acts chapter two. They were speaking the languages. All these people were traveling for the festival, right. coming in from other nations, right. and they heard them speaking the praises of God. And then the apostle Peter preached the gospel and 3,000 were saved that day, possibly on the temple courts. And then those people went off, yes. went, you know, back to their nations. And then as the church expanded, oh, look, there's these people who believe. Right. How'd that happen? You know, the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And then for us, you know, there's there's the tongues of men and the tongues of angels. By faith, you know, God can empower you and um, and it, it grows your spirit. So, you know, I love speaking on this topic. I think then down the road, I'll write a book on speaking in tongues, specifically the benefits and mysteries and all that. And I think you, that's, the, that's the thing because there are so many people who really don't understand. And that's like... So this is the book, the baptism um, with the Holy Spirit. I don't want to say of the Holy Spirit, but baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you guys can get that on Amazon. I know that uh, Ryan went ahead and he uh, he changed your URL. So it actually looks a little, it's a little easier. Oh, look at that. Look at what Ryan did. He's so good. Look at that. Awesome. Look at that. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I change URLs, but then somehow they get buried on social media. Well, this one's really easy because this one, it, it's a, a tiny URL and it's Jared Lasky and then forward slash author page. Ta -da! Yeah. Instead of all those numbers and all that, that craziness. So we, we, we got you. We got you. Because yeah, I use, I use Cutly for that. Uh -huh. And then sometimes I affiliate link them too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. People, if people buy the ebook or that kind of a thing, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah. Um, and if you affiliate link it, go for it. All right. Go for there it. There you go. So Jared, would you mind uh, praying us out? Sure. Love to. So thank you so very much. Jesus, have your way. Thank you for this time with Lisa on Crown Chats. I pray in Jesus name, ongoing blessing, ongoing abundance in Jesus name. Uh, uh, okay. I hear the word prosperity for you, Lisa. Prosperity in Jesus name. Prosperity is coming. Abundance is coming. Overflowing life in Jesus name. Um, I pray for best-selling books coming from you in Jesus' name, by faith, bestsellers in Jesus' name. Uh, Lord Jesus, I, I pray a blessing on every person watching, every person listening, even on Ryan, the producer, in Jesus' name, and everybody else. That's Ryan's name, right? Yeah. Ryan's the producer. Yeah. All right. Bless Ryan in Jesus' name and whatever he does, all that stuff in the background. Lord, thank you that this ran smoothly and that people were filled with the spirit. People were healed. We give it all back to you. We give you all the glory and we thank you, Lord, in Jesus name. Amen. 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 And so if you guys are interested in uh, following Jared, Brian, can you just put up his, um, his link, please? I think he put it up in the beginning. 
So we're going to put that up. So if you guys are interested in following him, you can follow him on YouTube and you can follow him on Facebook. And where else can people find you, Jared? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm a moder admin guy for the Speaking in, in Tongues and Interpreting Tongues Facebook group. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got a Telegram page, Speaking in Tongues. Mm -hmm. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, all there that. Zap it. Bunch of other weird, <laughs> a bunch of other weird places. Not as many places as Lisa Perna, but yeah, pretty close. No, I don't know about that. I think I think you're pretty much. I think we're equal. I think we're equal. But we would love to have you come back anytime you want. We're also going to have you back on Touch by Prayer, so we can really do a deep dive in your book. Because um, the thing about Crown Chats is we like to use it more for teaching and equipping, and um, and this way we can really kind of get to know you over on um, Touch by Prayer because that's more of like an interview format. So I think we can we can also have some fun there. So. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. I hope this has blessed you. Don't forget that, um, that God is with you and he wants more for you and he is ready to take you into the deeper places. And all you have to do is just stick out your hand because he just wants to bring you to the more. And all you have to do is invite Holy Spirit. So you guys have a fantastic day. We will see you guys tomorrow. Be blessed and be a blessing to others. God bless.